The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Yay. I like that. You like that? I do. Well, we were talking about that and so Yes, we were. I you know, I'm, I'm, I was feeling a little neglected. I make things happen. You do. You really do. <laughs> but I was. I was feeling a little neglected. And I interrupted you twice just now. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. I can go now? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to the program. So anyway, as I was saying. Thanks for stopping back. <laughs> the webpage, of course, is jmtalk.net. If you'd like to join us by subscribing to the podcast or listening to us 24-7 in the interim when we're not on the air and you can't get enough of us. And also uh, join us at Facebook at jmtalk, Twitter at jmtalkradio. And guess what? I got the Instagram information. Oh, my goodness. I'm jmtalkradio at Instagram. Yo. Yeah, so we got all the social media stuff figured out. That's the various ways you can get a hold of the show. Wow. You can also email us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. Wow. So, so or there. you can email me at... <laughs> Just playing. <laughs> I'm not important enough to get an email. <laughs> oh, my. So, uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, I wanted to start out by saying... Um, yeah, I, I, I have some concerns. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about some of our listeners. Why? And 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 I, and I want them to know that we're thinking about them and yes. we care about them. Always. I'm concerned mostly right now for anyone who's listening who hasn't been offended by anything for the last couple of weeks. You know, have, have not anyone who has not been offended. I worry about that, okay. and I want them to know that we want you to be offended. We'll get to you shortly. Oh, damn. just stand by. <laughs> <laughs> Just, and he means that, guys. <laughs> I just want to make sure that they know that we're <laughs> thinking about them. Uh, so, you know, we are in, uh, heading towards the end of October. I mean, our favorite <clears throat> holiday is upon us. It is. And you know what? I just can't believe just five minutes ago it was January 1st. I know. I know. And five now. Minutes, well, it was, I think it was more like six minutes ago, but I get what you're saying. Well, I was rounding down. <laughs> So, we have some stuff to talk about related to Halloween. Okay. And the first thing is, I just had this, I had this pondering question on my mind. What's that? That I want to put out there. And I mean, I know we're not a call-in show or anything. We're a podcast. Um, but I'm just wondering, <laughs> if a vampire bites a zombie, does the zombie become a vampire or does the vampire become a zombie? I think, now this is my thought, okay, maybe I'm wrong. But I think they both become ghosts. <laughs> well, because I was trying to think about this, because I, I, I guess that it would depend on which process happens faster, right? Well, uh, yeah. You got to think to yourself, and, and what, do you, how fast do you turn into a vampire versus how fast do you turn into a zombie? Because that would be the key right there. Okay. That's a little too much thought process into that. Really? Joke? Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway. Yeah, think no. Think about it. I, well, no. I, want, I want you to think about it. I won't. <laughs> okay. I really won't. <laughs> All right. So the reason that I came out of the show talking about, came out of the show, came into the show, I came into the show talking about uh, people being offended. Why is that? Is because, and this has to do with Halloween. I know I have the story here somewhere. So up in New York somewhere, and not New York City, I think Hudson Valley area. I am totally do not have the story. I don't understand why I don't have it. But there is um, there was this issue this week where a law firm had these pumpkin decorations or pumpkins. Oh yes, on I remember display. you telling me about this. Yeah, you know they put the pumpkins out. I was out offended. And they put the bales of hay and things like that. <laughs> and the pumpkins were painted black. And, of course, they had white eyes and the white teeth, you know, the white mouth. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, apparently, her, uh, Tropical Storm Pablo. Okay, let's get rid of that. Um, so, apparently, some people were offended by it because they said that it was uh, it was uh, uh, racism because it was promoting blackface. Now, so, the law firm was like... Okay, but we didn't paint these. We bought these. We bought these like this at Bed Bath and Beyond. Right. And so, um, from this little bit of outrage, Bed Bath and Beyond removed all the pumpkins. All the uh, all the come on. You know, and uh, from all. So now I cannot go to Bed Bath and Beyond to buy these pumpkins. You'd have to paint them yourself, I guess. But so my so my point that is that is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. And so the, the so the point I want to make is, if I painted my pumpkins red, do Satanists get mad because I painted it red and I'm trying to, uh, you know, indicate Satan? If I paint them blue, do the autistic people get mad at me no, because the they're Smurfs blue? Smurfs get mad at you. Smurfs. <laughs> you know, the the, the, the the point is. Is listen. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter whether you even believe in the holiday of Halloween or not. Or not really a holiday, but you know what I mean. It doesn't matter what it's your holiday, beliefs are. Yeah. Religion, race, creed, all that does not matter. The problem I see with this is, is a small group of people get offended, and this happens all the time, every day. You know, people get offended by the littlest thing, and then the after the the, the what happens afterwards is. Everyone else has to bend to this because Bed Bath & Beyond took these pumpkins down, down. Now you can't buy them. Of course, I can buy some pumpkins and spray paint them all I want. You know what I mean? But then you'd be promoting blackface. I guess. but, the, but I mean, if you didn't black. No matter what you believe, or even if you believe in the holiday or not, that's fine that you don't. But for you to be offended by the smallest tick... Does not mean you the know, rest of society has to people, bend for you, is my point. This is getting out of control. It is getting out of control. It is so out of control. Because the if that guy wears a blue shirt one more time, I'm going to be offended. Right, and that's exactly so how simple it is. So therefore, all blue shirts have to be eradicated. Right, and that's... That is, that is exactly another great example of the point. That's all I know. it takes. All it takes is one. I mean, how many people really complained about this up there in the Hudson Valley? So let's say it's one, two, three people. We're really going to change the entire culture over and that? The, and the, yeah. Does, you know, and, and also not allow the general public, you know, everyone else in the country. Right. 
they're not allowed to buy these pumpkins because this small little group was offended. Exactly. And that's And if got you're to stop. offended by pumpkins done like that, <laughs> then you need to take your little selves into church and you need to do whatever it is you do in church and stay there. Stay there. Don't right. come out. I ever. Mean, so, you know, we're a melting pot, right? We're a melting pot. We have a lot of cultures. We have a, you know, all different countries. People come here. And again, so I, it doesn't matter to me what you believe in. You know, the thing about coming here is you can, you can believe in what you want. You can have your beliefs. But we have the, to stop letting people who get offended by things and have these beliefs to push them on other people here. That's not how this works. This country was set up to be freedom to do these things. So correct. exercise what you want. But your dislike for be offended. That's fine. We don't care. I shouldn't that have you're to offended. Bend to it. But keep it to yourself. Right. I, Just like every other one of us do. Right. That's it in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. In a nutshell. Let's Just stay. Let's keep it to yourself. <laughs> let's stay on the pumpkin thing for a minute. Cause, okay. Because this is more like a PSA now. Okay. So now it's a PSA for Halloween. Okay. I want to talk about the blue bucket. You know Excuse what that means? Me. No. Okay. The blue bucket. If you see someone who uh, appears if you see someone who appears to be uh, an adult dressed up for trick or treating this year carrying a blue bucket, he or she could be autistic. Okay. Blue is the international symbol for or color for autism. Okay. Um, while they could have the body of an adult, they still love Halloween. So please Listen, I I know personally a 37-year-old autistic man right who in his mind he's 11 right so i get it i do get it so what we want to tell people is um to please help keep his or her spirit alive and happy so when you see the blue bucket make sure you share a piece of candy don't yeah don't chastise them for for being out and about and doing the halloween thing you right. know that's not what it's all about right um so you know this came across uh this came across social media this week and um so i did some research on it and i i mean you know now we know i mean we've seen different yeah, colored buckets absolutely. i'm not saying that you know i mean people with red buckets must be satanists or anything like that what, no. I'm, what I'm saying no is, but you're promoting the autistic you know movement right well, i mean i uh, and, and it, that's that's what, pretty much what it is yeah and you it's, know, so it's important to, to, know that. to make everyone aware of what autism is so if you've seen the blue bucket before and you weren't sure why, now you know why. That's what right. it's for. It's it's an autistic person who is having fun on Halloween. Right. So I, unbeknownst to you, have Wait a, a minute, little... Wait a minute. You have an unbeknownst to me? I do. That's not permitted. Well, guess what? Okay. I guess I'm unbeknownst. Okay. Um, Can I be known now about whatever I'm unbeknownst yeah, about? Yeah, let's be known. <laughs> um. So, just in case anybody out there doesn't really know how Halloween started, the art of trick-or-treating. Do you know? Um, I think we talked about this on we, yeah, I, previous show, in a previous show, Lifetime, or something like that. Yeah, um, not on this particular show, but I think I did oh, absolutely. talk about You're right. it on Chick Chat, I, I think. Yeah, I remember Chick Chat. Yeah, I remember yeah. that show. That awesome show. <laughs> um, but the uh, reason that Halloween came about, like the 
the Halloween that we know today. Um, putting out pumpkins, uh, making jack-o'-lanterns, um, children dressing up, and trick-or-treating, you know, going door-to-door, okay? Trick-or-treating, children dressing up in costumes started because when Halloween, um, the veil, if you will, between this world and the uh, spiritual world is real thin. So it was um, the, the people uh, way back, many, many, many hundreds of years ago, um, thought that if you dressed your children up on that night, the spirits would not be able to tell who, you know, like who is really a child and who is really an adult and they won't harm them. So the kids would dress up in costume and they would go house to house, okay? Um, at the time it would be, you know, apples and, you know, without razor blades. Right. Um, and, you know, just different things that the people would give them, you know. It didn't start out as candy. So, but yeah, that's why, that's how the art of trick-or-treating started. That's awesome. That's in, that's enlightening yeah. and now yeah. and now people know. Yeah, absolutely. And every time around Halloween, um, I love to enlighten people about how it started. How what you do with your children and what you did as a child, how it started, and why it started. So when I was a child, of course, I grew up in a very dangerous place. So yeah, I'm just, so you did. I'm just wondering what part of those ancient traditions were the part where we got mugged and beat up in our candy stolen while we were out trick or treating. Well, they were the people <laughs> inhabited by the evil spirits. Right, <laughs> you're gonna say okay. that again. Right. So yeah, yeah. That's that's sad when. Children can't even enjoy Halloween and the candy that they've worked so hard at collecting. <laughs> so, um, it, if you don't know by now, because you listen to the show and you see that we're sort of comedic, we're sarcastic, we like our sarcasm, and I actually do follow some satirical news sites. Okay. Because sometimes some, some really funny stuff comes out of them. And I never, ever, 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 ever talked about a satirical story before. I don't believe. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> this great story came out, and it's perfect, especially since last week we talked about Do you remember something we talked about last night, last week about uh, candy corn? Oh, the pizza. Ew. <laughs> so this, yeah. th- this satirical paper, this satirical news, uh, ba- uh, BabylonB.com, okay. in, in their health section, uh, <laughs> the headline reads, Experts warn that psychopaths may try to give your kids candy corn on Halloween. So you know, there's, been, there's becoming this big stigmata about candy corn, right? Right. Um, so it says, as many, as many people in the nation prepare to celebrate Halloween, experts are cautioning the nation that some psychopaths may be handing out candy corn along with the actual candy this year. And then it goes on, on a report issued by government officials stated that many disturbed individuals may try to slip candy corn into your children's candy bags. Oh, no. <laughs> So, I, 
I, I and that's a shout out to them. I don't even know if they're over listeners, but yeah, BabylonB.com is a really funny site. And uh, it's amazing, right? Because people actually get paid to write satirical and fake news. That is that's got to be a great job, right? Just short of a weatherman. Weathermen get the lie <laughs> every day and make a lot of money. Oh, that is too <laughs> funny that you say that. Somebody that I know, his son is going to school to become a weatherman. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I have a dad joke. Okay. I already told you, so you already know. But another thing, uh, you know, I, I, I find that people just don't appreciate this as much. That I love dad jokes. Okay. And I find, or I created, I'll, I'll tell two jokes. Because remember a couple weeks ago I created a dad joke? Okay, yeah. You, you don't remember, do you? Um, is your shirt is wet? Oh, no, it's just the microphone reflecting. Anyway, <laughs> so... I love dad jokes. So I have two Halloween jokes. The first one I'm going to tell, I cre- I made up. Okay. Now, I'm sure, because I'm not the smartest man in the, in the world, I'm sure someone probably did make this one up before, but I know I thought about all the components on my own, and it goes like this. How do ghosts and goblins get to school? How? They have to take the ghoul bus. <laughs> okay. So anyway, oh goodness! I just told you this one last night, but do you know what Italians eat for supper on Halloween night? No, I don't. Fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm killing it. Yeah, you are killing it. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. So here's the deal. Uh, uh, we're having a great time. I think I'm having a great time. You having a good time? Yeah. Okay. No, so I'm having a great time. Ho- hopefully they're having a good time. Yeah. Uh, later on on the program, of course, a new Honor Thy Heroes, uh, uh, a really good one. It's it's a little dated, but it's uh, this year. And also a new Wombat of the Week, of course, coming up. And um, when we come back after the break, I told you that the, we, last week we talked about the, the Christmas lights and the beard. Yeah. I told you I will top that. Yes, and I posted on social media that I will top that this week, and everybody wants to know how I plan on topping that. And you'll find out after the break. Yes, coming up after the break, you're going to find out absolutely how I'm going to top it. So don't go anywhere. The lovely Sharon is coming back after this. This is New York Super Oldie Station, nine twenty W O N, the Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've locked myself in my car, and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am. Oh, my God. Ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay. It's, it's just that the windows are rolled up, and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes. Oh, my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks? or? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. The shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm. Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh, my God. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. 
Blonde Star, always on, because you're always blonde. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. I am Joel Mahalik, and... I am Sharon. Right. Lovely. Oh, God. That's very lovely of you to be Sharon. I am the <laughs> lovely Sharon. Stay tuned, because coming up... You did see me set this for Never Go Out, right? Yeah. It just almost went out. <gasps> what? Yeah, I adjusted the iPad so it would stay on, so I wouldn't have to... Keep touching it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yes, welcome back to the program. Uh, I, if you're just joining us, last week we talked about uh, this uh, new craze of putting uh, miniature lights in your beard for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. To celebrate the okay. holidays. And uh, I'm not going to do it. Well, uh, you don't have enough beard to put. Right. But if I did have enough beard, I would not do it. Right. Right? Well, yeah. Okay. Because so, you're not fun. Well, whatever. I am fun. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, barrels of fun. Oh my gosh! So I said, I said that I would top that. Okay, how are you going to top that? I would top that with. Um, let me pull it up because now, folks, you can use your imagination for now. But believe me, uh, the same night that the show drops, this will be. We'll have the picture and the news story posted for you but for right now i have to you know i that, okay give me a second here sharon because it's not loading as fast as it should that's that magnificent ipad you have well it's you know the ipad's at least newer than my <laughs> okay so what i'm doing is newer than your phone so i said i would beat it and i'm here to beat it i'm here to okay. live up i want to talk about the new craze for women you want to put lights in men's beards how about the reindeer boob. <gasps> what? Yeah. Now, of course, this one, as you can see, is the boob is full out and decorated to be a reindeer. So that's for the uh, theater of the mind there at home listening. Yes. Um, even men do it. Oh, my goodness. Right. Now, that one's full out, too. I've seen some where just the nose pokes out. Oh, look at that one with the, the garland around it. Yeah. But basically, the, the nipple is covered with the red nose. And then eyes and antlers above that. So I told you I would. Wow. I, I, I told you I would beat the lights in the beard. Okay. There is your reindeer boob. I bet you're loving that one. I'm waiting to see. I wanted to ask you if you would do a reindeer boob for me this year. Um, only if I can walk around outside with it. Well, you wouldn't anyway. But so back How do to the you initial, know? back to the initial question. Did you do a reindeer boob for me this year? Okay. <laughs> okay, and you—that's recorded, so everybody heard that. I'm getting—I'm going to be able to—I'm getting right. my own, very own reindeer boob, right? This year for Christmas. So, um, yeah. Um, so let me give you a little backstory wow. here. If you've ever spent 45 minutes standing in front of your closet trying to figure out what to wear to the ninth holiday party you've attended in two weeks, then boy, oh boy, are you in for a big old sigh of relief. Because coming to you from your very own Instagram peers is a new super festive, ridiculously eye-catching fashion trend that's sure to cut your closet time in half. (laughs) (laughs) Meet the reindeer boobs, the oh-so-flattering and photogenic look that's three parts cozy, 
one part nippy, and 100% guaranteed to make at least one person uncomfortably clear their throat. What's up, Grandma? (laughs) (laughs) Because the look involves taking your favorite, or actually probably least favorite, holiday sweater, cutting a hole in it, and putting your exposed breast through the hole, and then decorating your boob to look like a reindeer. Yes. So, I mean, the question would be like, okay, so like, I know I asked you if you would do that and you're like, yeah, and you know, that would be for you and me here at home. But I had to, I I had to ask, and I guess, you know, and we'll put up for discussion with the story. I mean, would you do that to go to a party? Absolutely. You would. I would. Lovely Sharon would do that and go to a party. I would do that and go to a Christmas party. I see. Now, I don't think you would. Of course, I don't think anybody else would want to see that (laughs) because... Reindeer's nose would be down around my knees. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just kidding, guys. I don't think that, I don't think that you would. No, do- I'm not. Yes, I am. No, no, I'm not. Yes, I don't. I, I don't think you would do that. No, I mean. Um. If I knew everybody at the party. Okay. All right. Yes, I would. If and I didn't put- know everybody at the party. Yes, I would. Now, that's interesting because most people that are going to streak or whatever, I think, would say that they would rather do it with people they don't know. No, right. Yeah, you would think. Now, if I... All right, this is just getting way too out of hand. <laughs> what do you mean it's getting gonna, out of hand? No, because I was just going to say... It's getting out of bras what it's getting. If I am <laughs> going to go to a, a fictitious Christmas party... Okay. Okay. With a breast hanging out, dressed up as a reindeer. Okay. Then you've got to go to the party. With a butt cheek hanging out? No, <laughs> maybe an elephant. <laughs> All right. Well, I you, don't know. We can have this. We can have our own party here at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, guys. All right, I, look, sorry about this. I accomplished what I, I wanted to accomplish. So sorry. I said I would beat it. Yes, did you I beat absolutely it? did beat it. Yes. This is where I think we insert the soundtrack yeah, for right. our studio applause, right? <sighs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. What's the time? Well, okay. Um, I, I just can't believe we went there. <laughs> I Wait a minute. I, I, okay, we'll talk Are about Are you not done? Well, No, no, I'm finished with that story. We'll talk later on about that comment you just made. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, all right, so now we're going to... We're talking about a serious note here. Oh, but no. We already did our serious stuff. Well. No. It's got to be fun. I've already said it, so All it's right, too late. so you got to ha- then do <clears throat> it in an upbeat fashion. Like I will try. Well, a couple of weeks ago on a podcast, we talked about the how crazy this gender thing's getting, right? Remember we did All that? All right, in an upbeat. Come on, do it upbeat. This gender thing. No, seriously, do you remember that? We went- yes, we did. Okay. I, I well, remember. Well, now. I'm going to tell you about this story if all these ads will stop popping the hell up. <laughs> and I will have to, from memory, because there's been a lot going on with this story, I will have to give you what I know from memory. Okay. Because the stories are a little old. So, um, there is a court case going on. Okay. And a father is fighting for this, his son's, his three-year-old son's gender transition. And he takes a heartbreaking video talking to his son, his three-year-old. And his son says that mommy tells me I'm a girl. So now there's a court battle. Okay. Between the mother and father? Uh, apparently. Oh, my goodness. And and apparently um, 
Nothing like confusing a child. A three-year-old, right? A three-year-old toddler. You're, he is a boy. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go there. He's we, got we, a winky. He's already, a boy. Right. I was going to say, we already talked about that. We're yes. clear on that. We've made yes. it clear to the audience how we feel about that. Yes. But so um, what happened is, is now, so he's in this, yeah, he's in this court battle. And I don't know if the parents are together. Um, it's Yeah, it's custody. It's, so apparently they're divorced. So... This past Monday, a Dallas jury opted not to award uh, Younger sole managing uh, uh, con- conservatorship of James and his twin brother, uh, June. I guess that's what the mother's calling him. Uh, according to the Washington Examiner, the decision paved the way for the uh, for the George Gillis to allow James to receive home therapy. Um, so. Now, what happened since this story is now there is a judge who is siding with the father and has said he will allow this video as admissible. So now the father is in a much better position than just Monday when the story came out wow. because the courts weren't siding with him. They weren't giving him uh, much leeway in the battle, so to speak. And, and it's changed. But OK, so and his and his um, side of it is that he's a boy. He's got a winky. Right. And, Don't tell and, him he's a girl. And he's fighting the fact okay. that the mother okay. is telling the boy that he's he's going to be a girl. He's a girl. Oh. So the mother's like, right. what? She's I mean, crazy. Brainwashing him to make Absolutely him a girl? Absolutely right. It's not like um, if you're uh, even a teenager, a young teenager, and you feel as if... You're a girl inside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he's a toddler. Right. He doesn't even know what he has. You know what I mean? I he do. He doesn't know that what he has is a winky. He just knows that there's something hanging down there that he likes to grab every once in a while. I'm just saying. Don't look at me like that. So... <laughs> The mother is just totally so, confusing him. Right. Aside from this particular story, right. At what point does this get... At what point does it go off the rails? It's already off the rails. Right. The it mother is, is off the rails. Yeah, well, I mean, this whole gender thing is slipping off the rails. Yeah. And, and, and it's yeah. ready to collapse. Yeah. Off a ravine. Yeah. It's you know? already collapsed off a ravine. I mean, we cannot, me. we cannot be telling toddlers what toddlers. gender they're going to be. Three-year-olds. We just can't be doing that stuff. I mean, if you wanted a girl, then you probably should have had a girl. So along with this, um, the brand Always, right? Yes. Okay. So the brand Always is redesigning their packaging because they want to be inclusive to transgender customers. I, I I wish you could see Sharon's eyes rolling into the back of her head. <laughs> oh my God! So the the brand's parent company, Procter and Gamble, announced it will redesign its pad products by removing the Venus symbol, which has historically represented the female sex. Um, they said that they are not sure when the design change will happen, and transgender activists have publicly urged the company company to take the symbol off of gen, off of gender arguing. That not all people who menstruate are women, and that not all women menstruate. Excuse me? I know. Listen. 
Wait. I don't know where. I they... get the part where it says not all women <laughs> menstruate. I get that. But men don't menstruate. Well. Yeah, well, according to this, there, there have been some suggestions, I guess, that they I that think they that the it. person who said that doesn't know what menstruate means. So, uh, should, I, I'm just saying. Maybe they, so I was thinking, maybe they should just come out with a auxiliary line, like a sideline, <laughs> and call them man ponds. <laughs> right? Take the Venus symbol off of you, I would call them man ponds. Oh, my for, God. For the ones that aren't sure. And then they you take the whole package and shove them up their ass. That's my idea. I'm sorry. I, I love thought, it. I thought I could keep a straight I face saying that, it, but apparently it, I can. Um, I love it. I'm just, I am over it. I am over it. So freaking over it. <laughs> that's real. This is this real wow, serious. That could, have been, that could have been the Wombat of the Week. Truly. Truly. Could uh, have been. That would have been my vote. For one bad of the week. Okay, look, um, I, I'm going to go back to Halloween here, Sharon, because okay. we will not be, our next episode will drop after Halloween. So, I mean, Correct. this is it. This is right. it, right? This we, is it. This is our This Halloween. is the Halloween. So, I want to talk to you about this haunted house, okay? And okay. it's located in Summertown, Tennessee. Okay. It's the scariest haunted house in the United States. Okay. Okay, and this is what they are saying. They're saying that no one has ever been able to get through this haunted house to the finish. So, uh, what they're saying is, they will give anyone $20,000 if you finish the tour, but be forewarned, you must sign a 40-page waiver, (laughs) and you have to have a doctor's note and pass a physical before you enter this are you serious? They're claiming it is that scary. They said no one in its history has been able to finish the tour through the haunted house. Wow. And, and this is in Tennessee? Yeah, and they're putting up $20,000. Holy cow. Uh, owner Russ McCamey will gladly give you the $20,000 reward if you make it to the finish. The entry price is simply a bag. I can make it through to the finish. <laughs> the entry price is simply a bag of dog food for one of McCamey's five dogs. Wow. If you pass the requirements to enter the haunted house, Russ will then tailor your experience based upon your fears. Your entire tour is filmed, and for good reason. Some who have, who have attempted the McCamey Manor tour have sued Russ, believing things happened to them in the haunted house that didn't really occur. You'd be surprised over the years, he says, how many people have claimed something happened to them inside. And I need to go back and show whoever needs to see it, raw and unedited footage, saying, here you go. Here's the complete show. Uh, so the requirements are you must be 21 years or older or 18 to 20 with a parent's approval. Completed sports physical and a doctor's letter stating that you are physically and mentally cleared. Pass a background check provided by the McCamey Manor. Be screened by, via Facebook, FaceTime, or phone. So you have to go through a screening process. Proof of medical insurance. Sign a detailed 40-page waiver and pass a portable drug test on, on the day of the show. Wow. So, and that, and that portable drug test is just to make sure that you don't currently have anything active in your system, I guess. I guess. So, yeah. I mean, you know, sure, it's a lot of criteria, but this thing is like wildfire legit. going across the social media and all the websites, all the news. I mean, news is, I got this from wow. um, uh, a, a ABC affiliate in Tennessee. Wow. That's where I got the story from. It's already hit our local uh, networks here, too. Really? Yeah. So, wow. I mean, 
they're burning up with this. So if nothing else, it's a great marketing thing. He's going to get a lot of dog food for his pups. Yeah, right? He might <laughs> have to buy food for a while. Exactly. Exactly. So I heard you say that you would do it. Now, I know you might have been half distracted, and maybe you don't even know you just said that. No, no, I know what I said. You said you would do it. I would. Are you kidding me? With a chainsaw in my hand, I would do it. I, I don't think chainsaws are allowed. I don't care. <laughs> I'll I get, hide now, one in the house. What I, go get it. There I, you go. I can't imagine what they do for this tour because i think it's yeah, basically any of these intense. attractions yeah any of these attractions it's against the law for anyone to touch you exactly so it's got to be everything but psychological i guess because he said it so he's, he tailors it if you to say yeah i want to do it he tailors yeah. it to your fears i guess if you have fears of clowns he's going to load the house up with actors that are playing clowns Ooh, since you're afraid of spiders oh, well i'm not doing it so it doesn't matter Wow. And by the way, thank you for saving my life. Oh, my God. By getting that seven and a half foot spider off the bathtub yesterday. I know. You're welcome. I mean, you know, you have no idea the fear factor of getting out of the shower and then you go to dry off and there's this spider the size of the bathtub sitting on the bathtub. Listen, looking I, at him with all its eyes. Right. So listen, I know it wasn't that big. It was it was equivalently as big as the praying mantis that was on the side of the house. It was right? equally as big. <laughs> equally yes. as big. Because yes. when you come in a room and you go, oh, and go and you leave the room for a bigger weapon. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I know I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, and that's exactly what I did. I walked into the bathroom, stopped dead in my track. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Let me go. What did you back think it was? This thing was a little tiny jobby? Well, yeah, I mean, knowing you. How you tend to exaggerate. Arachnophobia is no joke. It is no joke. Absolutely no joke. However, I didn't think it was that big. And so I, I stepped backwards out of the bathroom slowly so it didn't move. And I turned around, ran into the, ba- into the kitchen, got paper towels. Like a whole big lot of them. Yeah, because toilet paper just wasn't going to work on no, this sucker. No, I wasn't touching that thing with toilet paper. Because I was too close to the spider. Yeah. So, and then I flushed it down the toilet. I almost put my foot up there to dry my legs. I know. That's how close <laughs> I almost got. That's crazy. <laughs> right? So, thank you. I want to thank you publicly uh, for that. absolutely I appreciate welcome. that. You're at any time, darling. So, I guess you're leaving me. I am. All right. So, um, before you go, uh, I will say two things to you. I love you more. Uh, three things. I love you more. <laughs> Happy Halloween and Blessed Samhain. Okay. And Blessed Samhain to you. There you go. That's Folks, right. when we when I come back, uh, we'll be doing Wombat of the Week, and we'll also be doing honoring a wonderful hero. I cannot even wait to share it with you. Be right back after this. Bye-bye. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the third segment of the show, the final stretch, as we call it here, of the Joel Mahalik Show. And thanks again for tuning in and listening. And we hope that uh, that you do each week. And if you don't, we hope you do now. If this is your first time here, we hope you like it. So uh, during this part of the show, we cover a couple of things that are like regular features on the show. One of them being the Wombat of the Week, which we'll get to in one second. Uh, and then we also do Honor Thy Heroes. We have a really good one this week. And if we have time, we have one last thing. So uh, quite often lately, we haven't had time for me to get to my one last thing. But I will try this week to squeeze it all in. Now, before I get to the Wombat of the Week, I, I, I was telling Sharon that we forgot one more thing that I wanted to bring up and that may, mainly because it's you know we won't be back on the air before Halloween we won't drop another show until after Halloween is over uh, parents beware of candy that could be laced with um, drugs or, or or whatever else I mean uh, we, we've been getting some reports that there are candies with fentanyl or cannabis in it that are being made to resemble the real stuff um, and we have to be we have to watch for that because, you know, uh, people are malicious these days. And it, 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 it's sad to say, it's sad that we even have to sit here and talk about the possibility that your child could be um, slipped a mickey, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, when they're just out trying to do this trick-or-treating thing that they love to do. So um, here's a few basic rules that you can follow. Uh, don't let your kids snack on treats while they're out trick-or-treating. Tell your kids to wait till they get home and let you inspect their their, their candy, their, their booty, uh, uh, before they eat anything. <laughs> Is it booty or should I just said loot? I don't know. Pir pirate's booty, right? The Cheshire Trust. Okay. Sharon agrees. Uh, warn your kids not to accept or eat anything that is not commercially wrapped. Watch for signs of tampering. Some indicators to look out for are discolorization and holes or tears in the wrappers. Throw away anything that looks suspicious. Now, parents, that doesn't mean that you just uh, look at the candy and go, oh, this one looks suspicious. Let me put that in the trash pile for you to eat later. Uh, so it to help you spot drug-laced candy, packaging can be deceiving. Small children often know no better, and they might... Uh, ingest items that they mistake for candy. They may not know better because if it's made to look like, but it's not the real thing, they'll see it in the general sense. Ooh, look at the pretty red. They won't see it for what it might, that it might really be deceiving. Um, uh, teens may see these drugs as less of a danger based on their looks. Uh, parents, you need to uh, identify meth and marijuana lace candy and other treats if you can. And here's a few things that the DEA says um, that you should look out for. Drug-laced edibles come in many forms, including chocolates, uh, suckers, and gummies. Uh, marijuana's active ingredient is THC. Manufacturers cook it into food, often in the form of candy bars, gummies, and baked goods. It is odorless. Manufacturers package marijuana-laced candy with names like Twixt and Munchie. Lollipops and pills come in different shapes. These include Hello Kitty, Homer Simpson and the Minions from Despicable Me. So a couple of things to look out for as you as we go into Halloween this week, and uh, just beware and make sure that you're looking after uh, your children's candy 
um, without stealing it, you know. So, <laughs> okay. So let's move on. I wanted to just get put that out there that we were getting those kinds of reports. So uh, next up is the Wombat of the Week. And you can participate in the Wombat of the Week simply by sending us an email with a news story of stupid people doing stupid things. And you send that email news story to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also send it to wombat at joelmaholic.com. So, uh, <laughs> Sharon is holding weapons up at me. So, uh, that's how you can get involved. Send us those stories. Uh, we'd love to get them. And let me tell you about this one that we got. And it's, uh, it comes out of Florida. It's interesting because, uh, our, our hero comes out of Florida as well, but so does the wombat. And it's about somebody known as Florida man. A Florida man was arrested Tuesday for having sex with Olaf from the movie Frozen, inside of a Target store. Cody Meter, otherwise known as Florida Man, um, had sex with a stuffed animal, the Olaf stuffed animal from the movie Frozen, uh, in the local Target this past Tuesday. And then he proceeded to have sex with a stuffed unicorn. So here is uh, here's a recap directly from the police blotter. Uh, and thanks to Smoking Gun for this. Um, DEF entered the above location during business hours and approached a display of Disney Frozen merchandise and selected a large Olaf stuffed animal. Uh, DEF then proceeded to lay it on the floor and have sex with it until he ejaculated on the merchandise before placing it back on the display. Uh, then he entered the toys department where he selected a large unicorn stuffed animal and began to uh, violate it in the same way. I am changing this up a bit. <laughs> uh, the items were removed from the store and the DEF uh, was detained while still inside the store. I guess DEF is short for defendant. Uh, the DEF was read Miranda and admitted, admitted to doing stupid stuff and admitted that he had had sex on the Olaf stuffed animal. Uh, and DEF has a history of doing this behavior, uh, according to his father, who was not on the scene. Uh, the merchandise could not be resold and was destroyed due to the circumstances. Thank goodness for that. Thank you for destroying that merchandise. Um, so, <sighs> so there's your wombat of the week. I just, I don't understand these people. I... I'm rubbing my eyes out of my head right now. I don't understand what... Listen, we need mental health facilities in this country. And we we need them uh, badly. And we need them right this very second. If not sooner. Um, for a variety of reasons, including this one. Okay? Uh, I'm sure this is the last thing we need with the holiday season quickly approaching. Um, which by the way, sidebar about the holiday season fastly approaching, uh, you know, we had gone to Michael's earlier today and I wanted to tell you that they are celebrating Hallow Thankmas, uh, at Michael's as well as other places, including playing Christmas music already and, and real crappy Christmas music at that. But anyway, uh, I digress from that. So, um, the Wombat of the Week this week is um, this numbskull named uh, Cody Meter. And um, I hope he gets the help that he needs. And he's wearing the crown of Wombat of the Week. Um, 
Well-deserved, idiot. Um, so there you have that. So now let's not think of Florida as being all bad, shall we? I want to now bring up a story. Now, th this is a tad dated, but it's well worth doing since it, we just actually kind of found it. Um, this is comes out of... Why am I missing a page? I should not be missing a page. Hold on one second. It's probably this page right here. In fact, I do believe it is. There it is. Okay. Um, sorry about that. So in the same way uh, that you can you can send in one bat of the week to us, you can also, if you find an everyday hero, and an everyday hero to us does not necessarily mean that they wear a badge. You have a news story of somebody doing just going above and beyond, doing just outstanding stuff. Like, we want to know that. We want to celebrate these types of people on the Joel Mahalik Show, and we will. And here's one that's no different. And that's nice of my mouse to do that on me. Uh, let me get back to where I was. So, coming out of Madison County, Florida, we want to talk about this thing that happened this past January. A little dated, but like I said, we just ran into it on a law enforcement website. So, this person made a post on a law enforcement website and sent a picture of, um, of a police officer doing, uh, going above and beyond, doing an amazing thing. I'm gonna, I want to read for you the, uh, the post. Imagine uh, this. You are sitting on the side of the road, and for whatever reason, everything you own can fit into a backpack. It's 42 degrees outside. You're lonely and hungry. You put your head down to try and forget the scream of hunger echoing in your mind. Then you hear the sound of an engine stop. You look up, and you see a uniformed officer walking towards you. Your mind flutters, thinking of everything you might be doing wrong. Suddenly, this officer sits down, pulls out lunch, and not only takes away your hunger, but your loneliness too. This is exactly what Patty Crow Walker and I witnessed on our lunch break today. I don't know this man or this officer, but what I do know is that today they made a difference. A difference in the way I think and hopefully a difference in the way you think as well. I've always supported the blue community, but something about this officer truly touched my heart. This is the side of the law enforcement that no one sees. Social media shows the tragedy and hides the testimony. This sheriff's deputy made a difference today, and no amount of hatred towards his profession can take that away. Among all of the troubles in today's world, we all too often forget one important thing, that we are all just human. We are not black or white, Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative. We are only human. Everyone deserves love and respect. Everyone deserves to feel important. So that was the post and the picture that accompanied it. And, of course, it will be on our social media this week as this is Honor Thy Heroes. And uh, so this turns out to be um, William Haley, Madison County Deputy William Haley. And uh, uh, his work at the Madison County Sheriff's Office goes unnoticed most of the time, but that wasn't the case on this particular week. Um, he had stopped to eat with the local homeless man who was Kenneth Cummins. Um, yes, I'm sorry. Um, so according to the Facebook, Facebook post, uh, and the photo, Deputy Haley was sharing lunch with the man on the side of Highway 70 in Jackson, Florida, and, uh, it had gone viral. The post immediately gotten 14,000, uh, shares and, uh, within a week of its posting over 1500 comments. Um, Haley says, that's something I do if I see someone in need and I'm able to help. 
I do it if I'm working, and I've done it a few times when I wasn't working. That's just what I think we ought to do when we can. Be kind and show kindness to one another however we can. It just so happened this time someone took a picture and shared it on Facebook. So Haley, who normally works as a school resource officer at um, Jackson Careers and Technology, um, he was on patrol um, when he saw this. And uh, he saw the gentleman sitting by the side of the road a couple times that morning. And he decided if he was still there, he would pick him up lunch and go have lunch with him. So this is just um, this is just outstanding stuff. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping because this is a little dated, but it's still worthy enough to, to be an honor thy hero. Um, which also puts, um, um, you know, sheds light on, on things that we don't normally see. And I'm hoping he was recognized at the time for it. Um, he's certainly being recognized now because this act of kindness uh, to a complete stranger, uh, you know, gets our attention and makes William Haley the, the, the crown holder this week of honor thy heroes. And, and we thank him for his community service and thank him for going above and beyond like that. And uh, obviously some good points made in the post. We can all be human. And we talk about that a lot here on the show that we should just all be human and just, you know, you got to flush that negativity and things out um, that we that we deal with every day thanks to things like social media and, th- and things like that. So, you know, um, so there's your Honor Thy Heroes, very well worthy one, and uh, we'll have it posted on our social media so you can see the picture. It's a, it's a very heartwarming picture, and of course, then to hear the backstory of the picture, you know, they do say pictures are worth a thousand words, and um, there are those times where you look at the picture and you want to know what's going on, and here's one of those cases. Someone snapped a picture, then they told the story to go with it, and it's a fantastic story that goes with it, so... I'm going to take a drink here because my throat's running out. I just tried to catch it. (laughs) Okay, so we have time for one last thing. So here in Delaware... (coughs) Excuse me. Here in Delaware, apparently they are looking at uh, a possible soda tax in Delaware. So as you know, this recently is something that went into effect in Philadelphia, and it has not done well because they're not making the income that they thought they would have by taxing your sodas. Uh, you know, it, it, I guess people have decided to drink other things now. Um, so there's this uh, <laughs> there's this potential new soda sugar tax uh, currently being studied by the state of Delaware. And it's said that the in 2017, when Philadelphia uh, passed theirs, it has been a burden to retailers and it failed to meet the established revenue projections. So if Delaware enacts this type of tax, it, uh, it will have the first statewide soda sugar tax in the nation. And according to um, Chris Kenny, who is the son of Bernie Kenny, who found the founder of Kenny Family Shop Rights throughout Delaware, along with... Um, uh, ben DuPont, and you know the DuPont name if you're from Delaware, they both believe that this type of tax will lead to job loss in the state. So, um, 
Other issues uh, that they look at are related to the supermarket business, which included proposed personal income tax increases and statewide property tax increases and a recent elevation of the state's real estate transfer tax that all takes a burden on retailers. Uh, so according to um, Kenny, he says, if you take a look at proposed personal income tax, which is going to affect small businesses, S-corporations and LLCs, which are the real business engines of any state, especially in Delaware, uh, he continued to point out that the negative impacts of an increased property tax, including the decimation of disposable income for many individuals and families, he sees an increase in lodging hotel taxes, already what we have, some of the highest in the nation because of Delaware tourism. So um, the thing about this is, uh, as I said, it's been proven that it failed in Philadelphia. So I think it, could, it would be wise for Delaware if we stop drinking soda. I mean, I don't drink a lot of soda, and this isn't me being that person that doesn't drink a lot of soda going, don't drink soda. I mean, it truly is unhealthy for you. But I would say uh, we should all band together. And if the state does this, we should band together and not buy soda. So it backfires on them. You know, we're talking about the state who, in 2008, when the housing market went down and they weren't now collecting much tax money from new home sales, instead of cutting back county workers in Newcastle County, they decided to raise Newcastle County property taxes so they wouldn't have to lay anyone off. Um, so I would say, let's make it backfire. But anyway, that's one last thing. Delaware residents, keep an eye out for that. Uh, they are investigating taxing your soda. So it's not bad enough that they tax the living death out of us from a local, state, and national level. But they want to now tax the soda that you're drinking. I mean, literally taxing us to death. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, Sharon and I want you, want you all to have a, a happy Halloween, a safe Halloween. Uh, please be safe out there. And, uh, and remember to stop by jmtalk.net that's the website subscribe to the podcast listen to the 24 7 streaming station of all joel mahalik shows and come back next week when the show drops as we'll be entering the month of november and on the uh the precipice of the holiday season in the meanwhile if you're still out and about because the weather is still beautiful please pick up three pieces of trash don't leave your trash behind don't be a pig and be kind to one another we'll see you next time Goodbye.